I think it's good when you fail and when you don't you don't do the right thing and and so to be honest I wouldn't change anything uh, for sure I, I made some mistakes in this episode of behind the beat we are talking to the big cat of Suara Koyu himself Uh, He runs the brand Suara, which entails such things as a record label, a clothing brand in uh, Barcelona, uh, which also has a store in Barcelona, and a charity foundation rescuing uh, cats and uh, giving them a new home. So he's a very busy man, uh, which is why I'm even more excited that uh, he actually took the time to to have a chat with me and answer a few of my questions, um, which... The lack of time um, for the conversations is also one of the reasons why we didn't really like get halfway through my uh, my questions and why we didn't actually like get to talk a whole lot about cats. So I'm sorry for that, but I really do think that the conversation was still a very, very good one and he made a lot of good points. Instead, we spoke about how he got started in music, his new and debut album, uh, You Don't Know. Uh, and we spoke about sound design, uh, writer's block, um, and uh, what else did we talk about? Yeah, his like philosophy in uh, in the studio and uh, the philosophy of his like producer and DJ career. My chat with Koya was recorded at Box 54, the cocktail bar right next to Culture Box, um, which is why the um, which is why the audio quality might be a little bit worse than it normally is. But I still think Koya made a lot of good points, so I think you should definitely suffer through that horrible audio quality. A final thing before we start, I. I really urge you to like and subscribe and support in any which way uh, you decide. You can like, you know, write us a review over on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, like us on Facebook, um, share this content with your mom if she's into electronic music. Whichever, whichever way you decide to like support us, I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's it. Let's get to it. A conversation with the big cat of Suara, Koyu, is coming up. You're listening to Nim Sounds Behind the Beat. My name is Kathleen Stoop, and this is the show that aspires to inspire electronic musicians to create music, to do better marketing, and gain an overall better understanding of how the music industry works. We talk to people who influence the scene and try to gain an insight into how they work and how they have succeeded. Hopefully, by the end of this show, you will have learned a few tricks of the trade that you can implement to help you gain success in your music career. This is Behind the Beat by Nim Sound. My name is Casper Stoop, and I bid you a very warm welcome. You just flew in from uh, Barcelona. Barcelona, yeah, and that's that's where you grew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, I I born I'm born and based in Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get in? Uh, how do you get into uh, electronic music in uh, Barcelona? Uh, radio and internet. Uh, I was uh, 15 when I. Got uh, internet at home. Um, my mom bought me a computer, so yeah, we got internet. So I I started to to look through musical forums, yeah. and at the same time, yeah, uh, at that time radio, uh, you could find some quality stuff. Even the the mainstream electronic music was quite good. You know, uh, uh, nowadays mainstream means shit, but in the past, uh, it was not. You could have like a quality 
house, big room um, music on the radio, not anymore, and that's a shame. So yeah, I grew up with the radio and also yeah, um, music forums and trying to, to dig uh, around. And then when I was 18, I started to buy my first records. Uh, I, I love it to spend time on, on record shops and um, yeah, that's um, uh, the beginning of my um, my career or my um, my uh, my life as a raver and clover. Yeah, and that's uh, that's how you got into DJing as well. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. When I was uh, 18, I I was studying and working at the same time because um, I had no money and I wanted to buy uh, turntables and a mixer. Yeah. So. I, I worked for six months, uh, seven hours per day, and at the same time I was studying political science. And but yeah, uh, thanks to that I I got some money to to buy the turntables and, and the mixer and buy some uh, records every month. Also, I started working as a musical journalist, and I was studying political science, but I always liked uh, journalism. So. Yeah. I started to, to make interviews and articles about uh, music and in a, in a national magazine, actually the, the most important one in, in Spain, it was called Tracks. And thanks to that, uh, I, I got into uh, many other genres, not only the ones that I was listening to at that time. Um, I, I discovered a lot of music, a lot of artists. Uh, I had the chance to interview uh, Many, 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 many artists from Chris Living to David Guetta, you know, so oh, yeah. almost all of them. And, and also, I, 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 they, they pay me the, all those records that I, I was buying. I, I was crazy about uh, the idea to have a, a big vinyl collection, and, and at that time I was a big vinyl collector. And not anymore because um, after, yeah, almost seven, eight years uh, playing on vinyl, I decided to switch to, to laptop. Yeah. And yeah, and, and for the last almost 10 years, I'm, I'm playing with laptop, not vinyl anymore. So you always been a, it seemed like it always been a busy man. Yes. <laughs> or at least yes. staying very well, active. Well, the thing is that I'm always have trying to, to be close to, to the music. Uh, yeah. I, I have been trying to be close to the industry. Uh, I, I did my own radio show. I was working as a musical journalist. I work as a booking agent. I I work uh, just uh, like a public relation on the streets, just giving away uh, flyers to, to the people to get into the to the clubs. I work as a runner, driving the DJs from the airport to to the hotel and from the hotel to to the venue. Uh, I did everything that was on my hands to to be surrounded by artists and, and musicians and, and people who uh, people who was living uh, uh, the dream because for me um, working in the music industry uh, was a, a big dream. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I work as a promoter, making my own parties, uh, resident DJ. Yeah, it was you know uh, I, I I I I love the music. I said love music for sure. But that, that shows, but, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I did uh, everything. It was in my power to to be what I wanted to be. Yeah. When was this like time frame wise? Just to let 
the listener know if was this in the 90s or no, 2000s? No, no, I'm, I'm 34. You're so 34. I yeah. born in, in uh, 1985. Yeah. So it was 2003. Yeah. 2004. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So doing all of this, when did you have time to like begin produce music? Like, how did you get into, like, the whole production game? Because well, DJing I, was one thing, you know? Yeah, mm. at, at the beginning, I was jazz DJ. Well, I was, I, I was DJ, and at the same time, I had the radio show, and it was a booking AM. And then I realized that uh, I had to do my own music. Mm -hmm. Because you can be a very good DJ, but uh, it's, it's very, very difficult to, to get out from, from, from your place, from your city or from your country. Mm play abroad and mm. and be a, an international name uh, playing only records so you, you, you have to do something else and, and you have to make your own records yeah. good ones so that's when I realized that uh, I have to do my my own music to, to, to spend time on, on the studio uh, at that time I, I had a lot very good friends who, who were at the same moment uh, that were like uh, trying to to be someone in the industry. To, they were also DJs, but at the same time, were assigned to, to, to make music. Um, I make some collaborations. I work with uh, them quite quite closely, and uh, yeah, we 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 explored. Uh, we we had a very good moment uh, in the uh, yeah around ten years ago, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Me, Edwin Bernard, owner, we had a there were a lot of Spanish uh, artists uh, mm. out there making a lot of noise. Um, we released music on all the big labels, like uh, at that moment, like Dynamic or Sabet or, or uh, Jody's Forms label, Reacted, or um, yeah, all of them, Cadenza, yeah. or yeah, all of the Cocoon, all, all the big labels at that moment. From when you decided to uh, produce music, yeah, my uh, first record came out in 2008, so it was around that time. Yeah. Like, how long was your journey from when you decided, like, I want to produce music to when you actually released the track? Uh, around uh, a year. Around a year? Yeah. Oh, that's super fast, yeah. Well, I think that my life went quite fast. Uh, yeah. When I was 18, I was already working in, in the biggest uh, Spanish dance magazine. I was making interviews to big stars and true, yeah. and a couple of years after I was a booking agent with 20 years old I mean it's it's, it's quite <laughs> okay, it's, yeah, you know, so I, I, I was working with people in the 30s and the 40s and I was the his agent so that's not really common I guess um, so yeah uh, now I have more experience and I'm a, I have more knowledge at that yeah. time it was just emotion, it was just uh, energy, and but it was difficult to canalize, you know, all those feelings. And and now that I'm more mature and uh, I know how it works, yeah. I I can express myself who I want. But yeah, it, it was it was very interesting. It was very yeah. interesting. Be be the kid of you know, the industry, you know. <laughs> and I mean. Doing all of the whole promotion, handing out flyers, and and being a booking uh, mm -hmm. agent before that as well. I mean, that must have been. You've already like sort of got your foot 
in the door a little bit. So that mm -hmm. must have like pro like propelled your career a little yeah, bit yeah. faster. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to get, knock the door, you know. Yeah. Try to get noticed by someone. So, when you sit down and produce, like, what do you produce on? You produce, you said, uh, you told me uh, right before we uh, turned uh, on. Yeah, I produce with Ableton. Yeah, you produce with Ableton, and you yeah. don't use or any outboard full, gear. Full, full software. Uh, outboard gear like synthesizers and drum no, machines. No, no, it's it's full software. It's full software. Yeah, okay. yeah, with plugins and but not many plugins neither. I'm, as I told you before, I'm very minimalistic. Uh, yeah, I I try actually. I'm working almost in the same way that ten years ago. Yeah. Probably not good, not with the same equipment I have now. Uh, a very powerful uh, iMac, and uh, but yeah, I work pretty pretty similar to yeah. Uh, to yeah. I I to be honest, I didn't do too much research um, because uh, as a producer. Um, I like to 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 use the same equipment and trying to reach the 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 the, the maximum uh, to 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 or to reach like the limit like yeah, to push push yeah, push yeah. the boundary of the equipment you have yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. so I'm I'm not changing the equipment all the time no even even the speakers they have the same speakers for eight years, they are very good. So, and they were really expensive, so I don't have to change it. But <laughs> but I know people who are changing equipment all the time and they are learning how to use it. And yeah. to be honest, I don't know, uh, I, I don't think I'm a lazy guy, but uh, I think I have no time to be learning, learning uh, all stuff. the time yeah. uh, because I'm touring every weekend and uh, I'm not in the studio all the time. So when I'm in the studio, I try to be fast and, and try to maximize my time uh, um, because I have other things to do, you know, with the store, with the, with the yeah. foundation and trying to have a social life, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't see my mom very often, but I, I you know. You gotta see her sometimes. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's quite amazing because, like, I'm one of those, like, I. Like I really easily get sold on like, well, I should totally buy this sample pack. Yeah, and yeah. then when I buy the sample pack, like seven days later, I'm like, you're a fucking idiot for buying this sample pack. Yeah. Like you didn't need this. Yeah. You should just push the boundary of whatever you had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what it kind of fascinates me because your album you don't know, mm -hmm. which is. That's your debut album, right? Yeah, yeah. It came out that's last month, and it's my debut album. Yeah. That's very diverse in its sound. Yeah, it like, is. Like how, how do you go about, like pushing the boundaries of, like the equipment you have? How do you stay creative? How, like well, I because the creati creativity is here. It's yeah. Not in the equipment. No. That's uh, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, nowadays you don't need that much to make music. No, I, I actually even in the eighties, where you have a, a very shitty equipment, uh, and it was very difficult to use it. People made amazing music. Yeah. So nowadays that everything is easy and, and fast, mm -hmm. you, you you don't need that much for making good music. 
you, no. you, you, you need to know your equipment and, yeah. and, and you need to to know how it works properly yeah. and and that's all the rest is here yeah. it's like a, what I want to do or sometimes it's not even you don't ask yourself what you want to do it's like you sit in the studio you drink a coffee and then it just happens yeah it's like a, I'm a very eclectic guy in terms of, of music I, I love many 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 genres and I, I think the, the album you, you can see that on the album yeah and definitely you don't know uh, because even if uh, I'm a techno DJ or uh, I was a house of tech house DJ in the past uh, I was like a trip hop or drum and bass or, or even pop music um, so in the album there is garage there is uh, drill and bass uh, there are many 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 genres uh, but what I, what I like uh, uh, about the album is that I can express myself in the way that an EP or some singles uh, cannot offer you uh, and that's why I guess it took me so much time because I started with this project in 2012 some of the tracks were made in, in seven years ago oh okay yeah that's so, so I, actually uh, there are more tracks made in this earlier period from 2012 to 2014 than in the last years uh, I, 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 I made like I don't know 80 tracks so this was a kind of selection of all the tracks that were I, I made and I, I didn't think that they were good for for an EP for sure there are some techno house tracks and actually there are the, the, the ones that that are okay but I don't love it that much because for me an album is uh, is, is something else is the way an artist can express uh, is the way that an artist can say Okay, this is the real me, you know. Yeah. This is the this is the real Koyu. Uh, you know, uh, the the grooves, you know the 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 beats that I used to do, the the kind of uh, music that I used to release. But this is the the Koyu that you cannot see uh, every day, and and that's why for me an album is, is so special. Yeah. And and also, I. I don't like the, the way many artists are treating albums right now. I mean, for sure, I have, they, they all have my respect, but uh, for me, an album, it's, uh, it's not a bunch of singles. Mm. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's express yourself uh, to the max. It's, it's like a, uh, offer uh, what don't use to offer every day, mm. you know? is um, that's why I'm saying that because um, many DJs release an album with uh, 8, 10, 12 tracks that they, they sound all the same and, and they are the same than the, all the tracks that they released six months before or in an yeah. EP or in a single uh, for sure there are some house of techno, techno tracks that could, are, that could be closer to what I did in the past mm -hmm. or closer to what I can do in the future but there are others that are very unique that are very, it's going to be very difficult to to see another Koyu drama based track yeah yeah I mean a lot of uh, artists these days I think treat and uh, treat the album as sort of a uh, it, it sounds more like a compilation of it is. tracks it is, it is. whereas I see I see the uh, you don't know album as a lot more uh, cohesive and like telling a story from start to end so you sort of have to 
press play on track one and listen to the final track as well that, to get the that, whole that, point. That's what I try. This is what I try to yeah, do. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's like a journey. Yeah, that, that that's how I remember like albums when I grew up as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when it's it a, was on CDs or on yeah, vinyl many, as well. Many yeah. people say that this album is very uh, 90s. Yeah. Because uh, I'm from the 80s, but I grew up in the 90s. Uh, I mean, uh, the, the the first music that I, I listened to when I was a kid, it was uh, uh, Tune Limited or Technotronic, you know, Eurodance or, you know, that kind of yeah. uh, funky dance stuff. Uh, and, and then... Uh, Prodigy and the Chemical Brothers and Massive Attack movie uh, so I try to emulate I try to to, to well actually I, I never thought about I want to do this it just came it just out, happened you know? it just yeah. happened yeah but, but I guess like I'm a kid from the 90s I it just happened and and and, and, and Growing up listening to Moby, you just said that. How, sure, sure, how, sure. like, how was it working with Moby then? Well, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm, must, a, I'm, like, a, I'm a super big fan of Moby. Uh, <laughs> Play and 18 are my favorite albums ever. So he's my favorite artist ever. Do you ever get starstruck? So, still. Which one? Do you get starstruck? Do you get like, oh my god, that's Moby? Well, the first time, <laughs> the first time I, 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 I had communication with him, yeah, yeah it was like a, I was shocked. Um, yeah. It was on Twitter. <laughs> he just he posts something like I love this track and this track was one of my tracks, so I I really said fuck he's liking my track <laughs> so I said okay let's try to say something nice so I said thanks uh, I'm a big fan of you for sure <laughs> and if anytime you want to do something together so it would be fantastic so it was in 2015 or. 14, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, his management got in touch with my manager and I made a remix for him. And it was quite successful, so he made that remix for my label, for Suara, in exchange. Then he asked me for another remix. And I did. And then, at that time, he sent me some stamps, some, some, some uh, projects for for working together in, in, in an EP. So yeah. I, I, I tried to go work on it, but it didn't work it out very well. I, I mean, it was okay, but I, I didn't feel it was like the, if I release a track with movie, it has to be a good one, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I, I think I, I, I could have take advantage of, of, of that and say, okay, whatever I'm gonna release it's just a movie and call you track so even if it's a shit track it's gonna sell well because it's mm. movie and but I, that, that's not the way it worked it worked for me so no. I, I, I decided to to read those periods and when I was working on the album uh, last year uh, at the end uh, of the of the year when I was when the album is, it was almost finished like 95% finished even master it and uh, yeah, it was finished. So I, I was checking all prayers on Ivyton, and uh, and I found uh, one of the prayers that uh, I was working uh, three four years ago with Moy, and I said, hmm, let's try to do some changes. Actually, it was a four to four track um, yeah. that prayer. Then uh, I I I played some breaks and then uh, I changed a little bit the bass line and I add some things and hmm, 
this is starting to, <laughs> to sound good. Yeah. And and then uh, I I worked a couple of days more on it in and 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 at the end of the day I, I think it's one of the most interesting tracks uh, of the album but it, it was very organic I, I was mm. not looking on it I, m- movie was on fire of, of the album mm. I, 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 won, I, I didn't I didn't for sure for me it's, it's incredible to have movie on the album but yeah. I, I didn't want to it, it was just Happened, it was, yeah, know? it wasn't intentional. So, no, 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 not at all. You know, I was just randomly looking all through it, and I, I, I found that uh, I changed a, a little, th- uh, some things, and 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 magically uh, changed the whole vibe of the track, and and yeah, and, and now it's a very nice track, I think. I mean, that's that's the way the creative spark works, in a sense. I mean, when you sit down and produce. Are you very, like, are you sort of an intentional producer? Like, do you sit down, like, do you have the music in your head and then you, like, try to get it out? Or do you just sit down with a cup of coffee and, like, try uh, to hit the keys and the, the keyboard? And Sometimes I'm more focused on it and I say, okay, I have to make some music or yeah. I have to make this remix or... Sometimes if I have, if I have no time and I feel that I'm inspired enough, yeah. I... I just play. I just spend time in the studio and, and see what see happens. What happens. And, and yeah, uh, that's the way I like to work. Sometimes you cannot spend just time and, and no. see what happens. You have to focus on it and you have to, to, to work and, and finish the project. Uh, but yeah, if you have no time, yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's very fun to just... That's why I, I have hundreds of unfinished tracks yeah. so, but but the good thing about those unfinished projects is that you can use those projects in the future yeah uh, sometimes I'm I have I, I have not very inspired and I look on for other projects and I go maybe in a baseline or a vocal or something that mm. get gets me the know enough inspiration to to go farther and, 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 and finish the prey that I was working on. That's funny that you're mentioning that because I've actually, I actually got a question that is um, like, you must have experienced writer's block in yeah, some way well, or yeah, shape or form. Sure, sure, like sure. How, how do you overcome writer's block? Uh, like do you have when, any tips? When, when, <laughs> I, when I feel that I'm not inspired, yeah. uh, I don't work in the studio, you and don't. and it can be one week or five months. One week or five months. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, sometimes, for for example, now I feel that I'm very inspired. Yeah. So I try to be as much in the studio as I can. Yeah. If I'm in a moment in my life that I feel that I'm not inspired enough, I'm not then, in the studio. Then you're not in the studio. No. Okay. And for example, the working on the album. Uh, it was uh, very. Uh, it took me a, a lot of energy. Yeah. It took me a lot of time. So after finishing the la- finishing the, la- the album, I I took uh, three, four, five months out. And now that the album came out, and now I'm getting the first feedback reviews, uh, I 
thought that it was the right moment to to come back to the studio and to start to to make new music and that's what I'm doing right now so yeah it, I think that when you get old you get more experience and knowledge you understand better your body and your mind and and the approach that you your approach with the studio is different than when you are in your 20s and you want to you know make music and music and music and music no matter what you know mm-hmm. even if you are in a good or bad moment or you are inspired or not all right uh, there's this uh, tradition on this podcast that uh, I ask uh, three quick questions at the very end mm-hmm. um, and you're gonna try to answer them as quickly as you can Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one. Okay, <laughs> I'm very quick making music, but I'm not that quick answering. So let's see how All it right. works. Well, I mean. Juma's sound system and Christian Nielsen wasn't too fast oh, at yeah. all, so it's all good. Um, the first one is, what is your favorite plug-in or gear at the moment? Do you have any recommendations? Uh, well, I I I work a lot with um, a plugin from uh, Complete. Complete. Yeah, yeah, it's called Guitar Rig. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very, very common, but I think not many people use it. Yeah. I mean, it, it has been incomplete for, since the very beginning. I, I, I used to, I, I love complete because it, it gives you like a, a wide range of, of plugins. And uh, Guitar Rig, it's, for me, it's great for, I, I use it for the effects. The effects? Yeah, because uh, it's very, it's actually for, for guitars. Yeah. But but I use it on synthesizers or even on vocals or in in many even on hi hats. If I want to 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 give it like a something special to that to that hi hat, I I use a guitar rig. So it's like a, my. Is it like separate. a pedal board? No 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 no. It's a no. It's a it's a it's a it's a. They they have a. Amps, they have uh, like a reverb and delay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Does it cost anything? No, well, if you buy the the, compl- the complete package. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, it, yeah, true. Um, the next question is, and this is uh, kind of a tough one. Uh, what did you wish you knew back when you first got started in the music industry? If you could go back and slap yourself in the head and say. <laughs> You need to know this, man. <laughs> um, mm, yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I I love my my ride. I I, I love the, the the way I have been uh, walking in this business, and I think it's good when you fail and when you don't you don't do the right thing and and so to be honest I wouldn't change anything uh, nope. for sure I, I made some mistakes and uh, I don't know maybe when 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 I got this big big hit to Vital in 2009 mm-hmm. my life changed changed very fast you know I was a kid and well, I was in. I was twenty-three, so I was not that 
job, but he but was still fine. a yeah. young man. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I wasn't a man, proper man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so I, I I was a kid from a poor neighborhood, and and then I started to 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 play in I don't know everywhere in the world, like everywhere, yeah. like a, I don't know. Uh, Israel, Panama, um, South Korea, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. So I think that my my ego uh, controlled me in some way that I didn't like uh, when I was when I realized that um, it wasn't really me who was uh, acting like that. Mm. So probably, yeah, I, I just I I will change that, but I think that was very positive for me uh, yeah. because it helped me to be who really I am now yeah. you know and it, it, it uh, but I guess that it's difficult when you are no one like completely no one just a, a local DJ and, and then in terms of months you start to uh, play in Toronto in Sao Paulo in and and, and people go to your shows to see you and to touch you and they are happy to to, to be with you and uh, and six months before you were no end you know it's like a, a, it changed your life completely and it's, I guess it's difficult to to control yourself to to control all those emotions and um, so yeah I, I guess that that, that that was not uh, uh, it was good because it helped me to 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 be who uh, I really want to be, but but at the same time, uh, it, it was tough to 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 control all of those feelings, you know. Yeah, yeah, that must have been. I was, must have I been was fucking crazy. No, I was over, overwhelming. Like, was yeah, like overwhelming. A, yeah, that's. But I like the advice of just you know, embracing your mistakes and embracing yeah. the ride and yeah. just go along with it yeah. and learn from your mistakes. I like that. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I, I think yeah. it's good to fail. It's good yeah. to fail. Yeah, as long as you learn from your mistakes. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, that's uh, that's some nice advice. I'll take that. To, uh, I'll write that down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then actually the next question, sort of related, but not really. What's the best piece of advice you have ever been given? And this doesn't have to be music related. Mm-hmm. This can be any advice. Well... Uh, in this business and life, I think that you have to be persistent. Persistent. Yeah, you have to be um, not only work hard, but work hard every fucking day. Yeah. You know, and every fucking month and every fucking year, and and you certainly live by it. <laughs> no one know and don't don't let no one. Uh, uh, Try to be yourself and try to 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 work as much hard as you can, but every fucking day because this business is, is very hard. This life is this world is a mess. So so it's a it's a we live hard moments and it's very important to 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 be yourself and to work all the time. Not say okay now. Uh, I got my, I reached my goal, mm-hmm. so that's okay. No, because many people is waiting for you to, to, to see you down and, and take your position and, yeah. you know, uh, 
So it's a yeah, persistence. For me, it's the key of this business. Uh, work, 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 work all the time and try to work well. Not yeah, not just work for the sake of working, but working like... Exactly. Per, yeah. That's uh, very important advice, I think. Uh, or at it least, is, yeah. it, is, it, it is, because some people take things for granted, you know. And yeah, once you reach the top, it's easy to just like begin to relax, I assume. Yeah, like, yeah, and, and actually when you reach the top, then you see that there is uh, like a, a higher top, you know. Yeah. And then a higher <laughs> one. And so it's kind of like Sisyphus. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's uh, all about, for me, uh, consistency and persistence yeah. and yeah oh, that's nice all right um i think actually you are about to uh you have to go in and uh, set up your gear in the club kind of, so yeah, um yeah. we're gonna wrap this up i okay. still have a ton of questions okay. um so i'm gonna have to uh, come to barcelona one day and uh, right. ask you those if, if not if not you can I, I can i can answer the question uh by whatsapp or i can record it if you want or you can, yeah. uh, but, it, but it's also a bad excuse for me to just uh, go to a warmer climate sure, actually. Absolutely, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and see the saguaro store as well for and sure, meet some cats to, for sure you have to you have to yeah yeah we have a, a warmer weather there yeah yeah um, now it's a little bit colder but when from for us cold means 20 degrees yeah. yeah, see, as a Dane, I'm like, as soon as as soon as soon it hits like 15 degrees, I'm like, yeah. it's high summer, I'm yeah. all in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, where can people, uh, where can people hook up with you online, like? Uh, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, whatever, yeah, yeah. And you can find me everywhere, so it's just call you music. Yeah, and, and we're of course going to link to everything in like uh, the description. Are you ever in uh, the... Uh, in the uh, clothing store, are you ever down there? Ah, uh, sometimes. Just for the fans who want to like. No, well, I'm. You know, the Sora store. Uh, we have to like Sora store and the Cat House, the same yeah. foundation, is in the same building. Yeah. So downstairs we have the the, the, the fashion store and upstairs yeah. we have the Cat House. So I used to be in the Cat House. I prefer <laughs> to be surrounded by cats, yeah. not by yeah, like well, clothes. Who, yeah. who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Thank you so much once again no, my, for uh, taking pleasure. the time. It's my been pleasure. a pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. I really admire Koyo for what he's doing, both musically and as an entrepreneur. It's cool to see him have uh, success with his brand Suara, as I think it's it takes quite a lot of um, lot of self confidence and guts to create such a different brand within the electronic music industry. So big ups to Koyo for doing that and doing his own thing. Before we part ways, uh, I'd just like to urge you once again to like and subscribe on whichever platform you're currently listening or watching this on. Uh, reach out to us on uh, Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Just type in like Nim Sound and you'll find us. I mean, we'd love to hear what you think of this show and what we can do better in the future. That's it for today. My name is Casper Stoop and don't forget to keep at it and stay passionate. I will see you when I see you. Bye.